Good morning, and thank you for being with us today. You are listening to An Artist Speaks, presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online represents tomorrow's art giants today. You can visit us at contemporaryartgalleryonline.com. There you can view and purchase great works of contemporary art, check out our monthly art competition, and our blog as well. Today, our guest is Valerie Leary, winner of the art competition entitled Travels. A strong element in Valerie's work is life, both physically and spiritually. Through a combination of realism and abstraction, her mission is to capture a sense of spontaneity and tranquility or movement, energy and exhilaration through the interaction of colors and shapes. Some of her paintings are interwoven with elements from nature such as sand, bark, stones, and shells to give the painting a 3D appearance. She likes to work more by feeling than technique, letting the painting, in a sense, create itself, with her as a conduit to the visual message. So it is therefore more about flow than form. Valerie grew up in Belmont, Massachusetts, and graduated from the University of Massachusetts with a fine arts degree. Well, good morning, Valerie, and welcome to An Artist Speaks. Well, thank you, Mike. Well, let's start off the show this morning with uh, having you tell the audience uh, a little bit more about yourself. I grew up in Belmont, but I moved to the Cape, well, about 10 years ago, Cape Cod, because I am very attracted to the ocean and nature, and um, so it's been really pleasant living here, and it's been inspiring for creating art, actually. I'm sure it is. It's a beautiful country there. Oh, yeah. Where did you first become interested in creating art? Well, I would say as young as four or five years old, my mother, well, both my parents sort of noticed I had a different way of seeing the world. And um, my mom always had things available for me to work with, clay and paints and shells and all sorts of things. So I was kind of... um, working with art from as lo- for as long as I can remember, really. When did you first decide that art was going to be a profession for you? Well, I'd say about, uh, I would say about 20 years ago. After school, I did different jobs, but I was always drawn back to art, and I've, I've been doing art every day for 20 years, so I decided to, you know, try to make a profession out of it. I've been very, very determined about that, and it's, you know, it's paid off because I am really motivated to get my art out there. I feel like it sort of needs to happen, so that's what I'm doing. (laughs) Well, was there an artist or an individual that influenced your decision into getting into art? Well, every time I would create something, uh, friends and family and and colleagues would say that it was really, you know, that I ought to do it professionally and, you know, get my art out there. And so that contributed somewhat. You know, I of course, I went back and forth between saying, you know, should I? Do I have enough talent to do this? Can I do this? But it's, it's kind of more a, a need than a, you know, a want. I feel like I, it's what I have to do. Completely on board with it, so I'm... Um, 
that's what I'm doing, getting my work out there in galleries and, um, you know, entering competitions like yours. I think that's very important. Uh, I think a lot of artists sometimes, certainly uh, the business of art is totally different than the creation of art. So they fail sometimes in their marketing, but it doesn't, it's not rocket science. It's just you have to get out there and get in front of people, Mm -hmm. join, join our competitions like you have and, you know, getting into jury competitions as well and talking to owners of galleries and that type of thing. Yeah, that's very true. At first, I was very, very put off. I, that's probably why I toyed with not becoming a professional artist is because I I found the uh, marketing aspect very abhorrent. <laughs> but <laughs> I've come to terms with that and become more comfortable with it because I know it's a necessary part of, of getting my work out there is talking with gallery owners and, and talking with people. And I've actually come to enjoy it, really. And, and it's made a world of difference, the fact that I've gotten realized that that's an important aspect of getting your work out there and just becoming comfortable with it. Congratulations, because I think that is one of the largest hurdles for most artists. I think most artists, certainly their creativity doesn't necessarily transcend into marketing, but it is a necessary evil, and you just got to overcome that to, to get your work out there. Right. Oh, that's so true. It's really funny how it evolved. I I sort of came to a conclusion that this is a a necessary component of getting my work out there. And once I I made that decision that 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 was something that had to be done and I have to get my work out there, so once I was sort of in that mindset, it became so much easier and I became so much more aggressive (laughs) with getting my – my work out there and talking with different people and, um, you know, I, I, I just noticed a dramatic change in my whole outlook and my whole way of approaching it. Well, that's wonderful and that's just great advice for any artists out there listening today wondering how you go about marketing. It, it, you know, it's not rocket science. It's just making up your mind that it's what you need to do and then doing it, talking to people. That's right. I had a um, a beginner artist uh, colleague who said, "How you know? How do you get your work out there?" I do some painting. She did very, very nice work, or does very nice work. And it occurred to me, I think the the bottom line is you can't you can't have one foot in a boat and get across the lake or whatever. You have to be fully on board to to doing it, to getting it out there. I think that's. That's crucial. If you're only half invested, you're not as likely to get where you're going. So I think it's, you know, really immersing yourself and putting, you know, all of yourself in it and being committed. Great advice. Uh, I do have a story I like to tell. I went to an art show and was looking at some art, and I assumed it was the artist that was there and very knowledgeable about the work and very entertaining. And it comes to find out he's the brother because his uh, his uh, younger brother is the artist, but he can't talk to people. So his older brother does oh. all the marketing for him. <laughs> but that was true. That's a nice job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have I have a twin sister who lives in Connecticut, 
there have been times where we've gone to, say, Provincetown, which is a big, big art community there, and she's gone into galleries with me trailing behind, and she said, you've got to see my sister's work. Here, let me show you her portfolio, and doing the whole sales bit with gallery owners. And that was in my beginnings when I didn't have the confidence to do it myself. But she was she was an integral part of um, of getting out there, just sort of, you know, singing my praises to other people. Well, that's wonderful, and it was great that you had that support as well as someone you could, you know, watch and learn from. Oh yeah. Well, Bella, let's change gears a little bit. Um, let's talk about your art process, where you get your inspiration, and then once you have the inspiration, how you go about creating your art. Well, for the last 10 years, I've kind of shifted my my process. I What I call my, my painting now uh, is intuitive art. And what that is is, say I'll go to the beach or, or walk a trail or whatever, and I'll have an experience of, of what that feels like, being at the beach and watching the waves rolling in, and I love the beach and the ocean. So I'll kind of bring home a feeling about that experience, and then I will try to capture that feeling on canvas. So does the end result look like the actual location? Maybe not, but what it is is a representation of what I was feeling about that location or that experience. And I find that so incredibly gratifying. It's just um, sometimes I feel like I'm dying to know what's going to happen. <laughs> I start creating, and I go, wow, I, I love, I, this is that feels authentic to me. This is an authentic representation of what I was feeling when I was at the beach or whatever. So that's what I've been doing um, consistently for 10 years. In fact, a gallery owner approached me and said, could I do the landmarks of the town you know, bring in those paintings, and I said, well, I, I don't really do that. What I, what I, you can call the painting anything you want, but what it will be is a representation of what I feel about that landmark or, or that beach or that whatever. It's, it's not, it's not going to be realism. And she, fortunately, she was okay with that. She said, oh, that sounds just great. So, um, gonna bring my representations down to her gallery and hopefully, uh, you know, it'll it'll work out well. Well, that's wonderful. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. So, Barry, once you have the the inspiration for your work, tell the audience how you go about putting that on the canvas. Well, I think the the my the way I approach it is usually I'm I'm very very drawn toward bold colors and bright and happy colors. So that's either bold colors or pastels. So I'll almost exclusively use bold colors. Like the painting Morning in Tuscany. That is my reflection on a bike trip I took to Tuscany years ago. And does it, the scenery look the same as it was? No. I, I, but I felt like it made me feel so good looking at the, the poplar trees and the little house in the distance that I, I, felt red, so a lot of red went on the canvas, and a lot of orange and yellow, and I'm, I, I work exclusively with bold, bright colors and pastels, because 
Uh, I think they, well, they make me happy. And hopefully they make the viewer happy, too. I've been told that um, my paintings are uplifting. That's what I'm trying to create for myself primarily, but also for the viewer. I mean, I I very seldom work with blacks, bold and the happy. And that's what most of my paintings represent in my mind. What paint medium do you use to create your art? Acrylics is my favorite. For the last, oh, I started out in oils, but I prefer acrylics. That's that's my favorite medium. So all my paintings for the last 10 years have been in acrylics. Very easy to work with. I don't know. I just like the way it, it all works together. It's very satisfying. That's what I do. You tend to paint large, medium, or small paintings, Ellie? Um, well, an interesting thing happened. I, I was working with the smaller sizes, be it 8x10 or 9x12. But my sister gave me these huge canvases she, she didn't need. Um, she doesn't paint, but she had canvases. And they were 18 by 24 and up. And I, I was a little overwhelmed, to be honest, that when I saw all these huge canvases, I was like, well, all right, I'll try a stab at, at that. I found that it was very, it was almost easier. It was very fulfilling to fill a huge canvas. Um, and I loved what I turned out. I loved what, uh, what I was able to create with them. It was having all that space. It, it was really, really nice discovery. <laughs> so now I prefer to work with large canvases. I do, I do make small, I make mini paintings, which is the four by four size, and that's primarily ocean scenes. I like doing those, but I, I, I would say I prefer doing the large canvases. And when you're creating your art, do you stay on one piece from start to finish, or do you have multiple pieces at different, at different areas in the process? Well, I usually have just the one piece. I mean, there there are pieces that I will look at that are supposedly finished, and I'll look at them and say that's not done. <laughs> A couple of days later, and so I will I will pick it up and and continue on. But um, mostly, what I do is I have a canvas in front of me, and I'm compelled to stick with it until I'm until it feels done to me. And um, and and feeling done is not always an easy decision. I mean, I've been known to kind of go a little too far and say, you know, I think you were done 10 minutes ago. But I, I do feel compelled to stay with the one canvas and, um, and, and finish it. And it. Sometimes it'll take days and sometimes it'll take just hours, depending on how strong the feeling is. <laughs> well, don't feel bad. That's a common thread in most artists is, struggling at times to determine when that their art is completed or, or when it needs more. Right, right. Very much the case. And um, I, I've, I've learned to stop and, and take a break when I think it might be done. And then sometimes I'll come back and I'll say, yes, that feels right. And so I give myself a little bit of a break so that I step away from it, and when I come back, I'll know whether it's finished or not. And that seems to help quite a bit, actually. Well, that's good, and that's, uh, that's also great advice. Well, Valerie, tell the audience, is there an artist that you feel your work is similar to? Well, um, actually, I don't know that I... 
my sometimes I lean towards Monet or Van Gogh because I, I I guess my favorite is Van Gogh. I just love his work, and so some of my pieces are somewhat similar. But um, actually, I had an interesting experience. I went to um, Europe in the fall, and in Vienna, I went to the um, the art museum because they were having a Matisse exhibit. So you know, there were works of Durand and and Matisse and the other painters who practiced Fauvism, and it it, it was so overwhelming to me. I I didn't even know that I really liked the piece that much, but when I went to this exhibit, it was just so overwhelming. I found myself tearing up. It was just beautiful. But they broke away from realism. I guess they were called, well, what fatherism means is wild beasts, and they, they broke away from realism and used bright, bold colors that weren't at all like what the what the reality was. And so the the paintings were absolutely phenomenal, and I enjoyed that exhibit so much. I guess I would include Durant and Matisse as, as a couple more of my favorite painters now. But I've learned, I, I really, I really, um, I don't know, it just was somehow, I, don't know, I, I, I can't think of the word. It, it just kind of validated me. That's what it was. It, I felt validated by the use of the bold colors, which is what I am drawn toward. It just, I just felt validation somehow. And it was very, very touching experience. Well, I certainly would agree. And looking at your art, I do see your art as part of that movement as well. Your colors are very bright, bold, and and colorful. Your your art is very colorful. Oh, thank you. That's what I I try to. Um, I'm I'm very very driven to create happy. I think all my paintings have have the colors that sort of evoke a, a feeling of happiness, I hope. It doesn't me, so I hope that others feel that way, too. Well, I think you do get that communicated across in your painting, so congratulations. Oh, thank you. Well, Valerie, we're going to take a short break here for a moment uh, for a commercial, and then when we come back, we'll talk about some of the art that you have on the gallery, a contemporary art gallery online. Okay. Let everyone know that you can view and purchase some of Valerie Larry's artwork by going to contemporaryartgalleryonline.com. Click on the artist tab, then on Valerie Larry's name. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is the number one source for showcasing tomorrow's art giants today. If you're an artist looking for gallery representation, a designer, architect, or volume purchaser, please visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com. And just remind everyone that you can purchase and view Valerie's stunning art, listen to this interview as well, and, of course, purchase some of Valerie's art from ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com. Valerie, let's, uh, you talked briefly about, uh, or earlier, about mourning in Tuscany. Uh, is there anything else? Uh, the question I have now, you in, in your bio, uh, you're into doing some mixed media with your art. Is there any mixed media in in this piece? No, there isn't actually. That is strictly uh, acrylic paints, and again, the bright colors. I'm trying to think if 
actually the three pieces that you may know of, the Morning in Tuscany, Cape Cod, Salt Marsh, and Gathering Storm, are all strictly acrylic. Well, tell the audience about your inspiration and the process on the Cape Cod Salt Marsh. Well, I was wandering in Sandwich on Cape Cod. My dogs, I have three dogs, and I take them out on nature trails and around and about. I was by a, a sandwich salt marsh. I call it Cape Cod Salt Marsh because I'm not sure if everybody knows where or what sandwich is. So I called it Cape Cod Salt Marsh, and I was inspired. And that actually is a little bit more realism in that, or impressionism. But does it look exactly like the location? No, it doesn't, but it's it's more similar. As is morning in Tuscany. Now, gathering storm, I, um, I went to the beach near Chatham, Nauset. It was an especially windy day, and the waves were really strong. It was quite uh, energizing. So I came home, and I created that for my experience of being at the beach. It was just, there was so much movement and energy in the waves. And, of course, I added different colors, some pinks, some, you know, purples, and different colors that feeling represented. So it's actually one of my favorite pieces. Well, that's funny you say that because of the, of the three pieces in the competition, although this wasn't the winning piece, it happened to be my favorite. Certainly the, the waves are very bold, and you get to you certainly communicate it the angry ocean, uh, but your colors are so accentuate that, and then the difference between the skyline and the water, I, I love the way you did that, it, and how you, I get the feeling, of course, everything is interpretation, but, you know, that's water that's, you know, being blown up into the sky and to the horizon that you can see, is, I think it's wonderful. Oh, I'm so glad to hear you say that. I've actually won... Uh, awards for that piece with online galleries um, because it's my favorite. I guess I always submit it uh, to different galleries, online competitions, and um, I've gotten a lot of positive reviews of that that piece. I appreciate your feedback. Well, in Salt Marsh is an interesting piece as well. Uh, I like, again, your, your color combinations and again, the the earth, the marsh, certainly some different colors, and then you have this, the skyline and the different colors there. And I, and I love the way they just all kind of come together in those pieces. Well, I'm glad. In fact, I had uh, my sister inspired me with a um, taking those paintings and turning them into painting earrings. So what oh, I make wow. now is, yeah, I put my paintings on earrings, photo charms, and so, and then cover it with a clear epoxy, and so I have little paintings. Wearable art is what it is. People seem to really love it. They did a write-up in Cape Cod Life magazine on on myself and my art, and they have uh, pictures of the, of the earrings, so I've been hearing from people all over the country ordering them. I guess they like the idea of wearable art. Yeah. That is a, a great idea. In fact, we have an artist on the gallery whose wife 
makes jewelry, but she's more into the gems. And he's the artist, and so that's what they're collaborating on creating jewelry that, you know, encompasses his artwork. And so that, that is a very interesting, and I think that's a great way to market your art. Another yeah, it, it, it really is. I had one uh, person who wrote me an email and told me that the earrings that were shown in the magazine compelled her to look at my website, and then she saw the representing the painting that the earrings represented, and she said, I have to have it. It's so beautiful. I have to have it. It's one of my pieces called In Like a Lion, and it sort of has a sun and wind and flowers and grass, and it's actually, I like it a lot, too. It's, it's bright and happy, and uh, she, you know, she wants to own it as well as the earrings. So that's good. <laughs> that is wonderful, and, and that is a idea for certainly other artists, and it doesn't necessarily have to be jewelry. Uh, I know people put art on uh, clothing, so there's other ways to, to help market your art as well. Oh, yeah. My next thought is maybe putting putting my art or designing sneakers. <laughs> That's a great idea. I don't know. I see a pair of high tops with a really, really cool design on them. I, I see all sorts of potential in sneakers. <laughs> great idea and great creativity. That's wonderful. Yeah. I'm, I'm always trying to think of new things I can do with my art. Whatever comes up, I, I, I've created the mini paintings because I think it's a lot easier for people to invest in a small painting, a very small painting, um, than one of the bigger ones. That's that's much more of an investment. So people have been buying the mini paintings. They've been very popular because they're small. They can you know either hang on a wall or sit on a table, and they're they're um, mostly ocean scenes. But they're and they they're in distressed wood frames, so they're very. Um, I, I think they're very attractive. Well, and it's a great source as well, uh, another income source from your right, life. right. I mean, plus it's almost like advertising your art when you stop and think about it. That's right. That's right. I also have. Um, I really like my business card because it has four pictures of my favorite paintings in the middle and then my name and the, you know, Rising Tides artworks at the top. So it, it saves a lot of explaining. I, I hand the business card to somebody and they see the paintings on it and they know immediately what it is I do, what kind of art I create. So it makes it, I don't know, it just takes one step away in the whole marketing process is just a hand that it speaks for itself, basically. If they like it, they see what's there and then decide to go with it. Well, Barry, earlier you mentioned that, you know, you're trying to commute happiness or joy in your art. But what does the art, how does the art communicate with you? Do each of your pieces have their own story to tell? Um, for the most part, yes. Not all of them. Some of them, like I've done a couple cities, which is strictly lives in my imagination. I just did a city yesterday that has a lot of pinks, a lot of yellow, a lot of light blue, a lot of royal blue, and I really like it. But it, is it reflective of where I've been? No, I don't. I, I'm mostly on the Cape, so I don't see too many cities, actually. 
So a lot of my city ones are just what lives in my mind for a city. But a lot of the other ones represent places I've either passed by or or uh, places I've visited or whatever. A lot of them do, but not all of them, no. Well, Barry, we are getting close to the end of the show, but uh, there's a couple of questions I always like to ask artists, and the first is, do you have a philosophy about art? Um, well, I my philosophy is if it's moved, if it moves you, I think, I think art is transformational, really, uh, for pretty much anybody. I think anybody can create art because if you, at least intuitive art, because if you have feelings, you find paint can be put on a canvas to uh, express those feelings. So I think almost, I think anybody can create art, especially intuitive art. It's it's funny. Someone I had I had come to doubt myself at one point as to whether I should continue as an artist. And I remember getting really sort of angry and determined, and I said, no, I'm, I'm going to continue. And, that, and I felt such determination that I, I just sort of, with anger, went to the canvas and just started creating. And in the end, I loved the piece. So I called it determination. And it was thought almost immediately when I went to my next show. Uh, I guess it expressed that somehow. My philosophy is if you feel a, a, a drive or an interest in creating art, try it. Put it out there. Every, everyone has something in them to deliver, so <laughs> get it out there on canvas. You might surprise yourself. Well, that is uh, so true, and I do agree. I think a lot of times it's, it's the determination in the artist, and that does or the inspiration that always seems to come through in in their work. Right. Exactly. Well, I know we've covered some of this topic, if you will, in some of the other uh, conversations, but I always do like to ask uh, what advice you would give to new artists that are just starting into the business. Well, I would give the advice that I gave to that woman who is trying to get out there. I told her if she really wants to get out there and is fully, fully committed, she'll get her work out there. Crucial that you be really committed to getting your work out there. If you're only halfway committed, it's, it's going to be an uphill battle. But I think if you're really committed, you can achieve that. So I think that's crucial to success as an artist. Oh, I agree. I think uh, you have to be committed to putting your art out there if you want to be successful. It's the rare occasion that, you know, an artist is stumbled upon by, by someone that can make them successful. More times than not, it's the successful artists are the ones that put themselves out there and, and worked hard to market their art. Right, right. I... um. I, for instance, I, I really, really want my work in Provincetown, in a Provincetown gallery. I, I have uh, potential coming up, but I, twice a year, I send letters out to the different galleries in Provincetown requesting that they view my work and see if there's a fit. Something that I feel very strongly about, my next step is to go to Provincetown 
and bring the magazine that I'm written up in and introduce myself and hopefully, you know, make contact and, and try to get in the gallery that way. So it's constantly thinking of new ways to promote your art, whatever way you can do. Well, that is so true, and that's great advice. Thank you, Valerie. Oh, you're welcome. And I want to thank you for joining us on An Artist Speaks this morning. And I also want to thank our listeners for being with us today. And again, to view Valerie Larry's studying artwork, to re-listen to this interview, and of course purchase some of Valerie's fine art, please click on the Artist tab and then on Valerie Larry's name. I would like to inform everyone that Contemporary Art Gallery Online has a monthly art competition. To compete, go to ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com and click on the Art Competition tab for additional information. If you're an artist looking for gallery representation, visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery Online and click on the Membership tab and follow the prompts. If you're a designer, architect, or volume purchaser, visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery Online and complete the volume purchaser's request form. An Artist Speaks is currently airing every other Saturday, so we will meet again in two weeks. Thank you for joining us today, and have a great rest of your weekend.